Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation. Produced by Victory, a church of his presence, and Light the Fire Ministries coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to The Torch. This is Brian Gibbs coming to you from sunny Sarasota, Florida. Great to see you. For those that, for those of you that see me, those, those that are watching, of course, there's many that are listening. I want to welcome all of you in today. Thanks for taking the time to be a part of The Torch. Um, I want to welcome Honduras. We were told that we have some new nations that are jumping into the podcast a lot of different nations throughout the earth, which is so humbling. Um, but Josiah was telling me that uh, Honduras is listening and watching. So we welcome you in. It's a beautiful morning. Um, I know I sound a little bit heady. Uh, it's because of what we're enduring with the pollen. I think uh, most of you out there know that it doesn't really snow snow in Florida, uh, but it does snow pollen. <laughs> so it has me and Josiah here today in the studio uh, dripping. I've got our tissues ready. Uh, we've been dripping all through the morning and all through yesterday. So today I'm known as uh, the Right Reverend Bishop Drippy Nose and uh, with the Young Jedi Drippy Nose as well. So if you hear us sneezing today, um, you know why. If you notice my nose is swollen, uh, you know why. So you're, thank you're, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, so let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. We're going to pray in just a moment. Um, I've got some good news this morning. I mean, we might as well start with good news, right, Josiah? Let's just start with some good news. Um, today, uh, well, not today, but we're coming, I've been told we're coming near the two-year anniversary of flatten the COVID curve. That is coming. Yeah, that's really good news. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, some other good news is that we're not going to be spending this entire episode of The Torch talking about the state of the Ukraine address from Biden last night. Oops. Uh, oh, I know. I was teasing. Josiah is correcting me. The Jedi, the young Jedi is correcting me. Oops. I meant the state of the union address, uh, which most of you know, it seemed to be the state of Ukraine address. But here, here is the real good news is that Jesus Christ is still King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and he reigns over the nations. Amen. He's the King of the nations. He's the shepherd of the nations. He's the judge of the nations. Hallelujah. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Amen. That's Psalm 24. Psalm 115, it says the heaven, even the heavens belong to the Lord, yet the earth he has given over to the sons of men. And so, Father, we thank you this morning that you are still in charge. Hallelujah. Lord, you are still in charge. And we thank you that the time is coming and drawing near, racing to the time, Lord, that you're going to rightfully and righteously judge in righteousness and justice which is, Lord, the foundation of your throne, you are going to judge our very stewardship of the earth and that which you gave us dominion over, that which you put us in control of, Lord. I thank you that you are Lord of all. 
Hallelujah. And Father, I thank you today for every listener, every friend, every partner, every new partner that is listening right now or watching. And Father, I pray that there is refreshing, there is anointing, there is encouragement for their divine assignment today in Jesus' name. And somebody shout amen out there if you're listening. I got to get a quick drink. I've had some of you writing me and uh, making fun of me in a good way <laughs> uh, about taking a swig and we're back. Yes, and we are back. So anyway, I want us to look at a scripture this morning, Philippians chapter 2. And I'm going to read it out of the Passion Translation. Of course, I primarily preach and teach um, and have for 27 years out of the New King James Version. Uh, but I want to read out of the Passion Translation today, uh, Philippians 2, concerning our Lord being the Lord of all. Verse 6, it says, He existed in the form of God, yet He gave no thought of seizing equality with God as His supreme prize. Instead, Jesus emptied himself of his outward glory by reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant. Wow. He became human. He humbled himself and became vulnerable, choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. He was a perfect example, even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion, excuse me, because of that obedience, God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. He has now been given the greatest of all names. Glory to God. The authority of the name of Jesus causes every knee to bow in reverence. Everything and everyone will one day submit to this name. In the heavenly realm, in the earthly realm, and in the demonic realm. And every tongue will proclaim. Every tongue will proclaim in every language that Jesus Christ is Lord Yahweh, bringing glory and honor to God, His Father. Somebody say amen. Glory to God. Lord, you reign above it all. You reign above it all. I want to talk to you for the next few moments concerning the danger of deception. <clears throat> this, is a, this is a weighty matter. And uh, before we began, before we turned on the lights and fired up the cameras and got going, we spent some time in prayer, as we always do, um, that I would have the right words, that I would convey and communicate the heart of the Father. And I care about that. <clears throat> we care about that as a ministry. And, uh, and we also do not shy away at speaking boldly and aggressively uh, against what the enemy is trying to do and sabotaging us. And we are continuing to pray <clears throat> and lift up the nation of Ukraine, their people, uh, their president, their military, uh, really, and against all odds that they, they're able to drive Russia and this death invasion out of there supernaturally. Uh, you guys know, those that are partnering with our ministry and keeping in touch with us, that we are declaring a divine turnaround in this war and a divine intervention that's able to stop Putin and this madness. 
And we're also continuing to pray uh, for those that are trying to escape right now. I mean, right now, as I sit here in this chair, there are those that are trying to escape this warfare. They're fleeing for their lives right now. Um, they're exhausted. They're traumatized. There's little to no food, little to no water. Um, we've been praying for women. We've been praying for precious little children, for senior citizens, um, praying that the angels of God would assist them and would shield them, literally shield them. We know Psalm 3, 3, the Lord, our God is a shield about us. He's our glory. He's our lifter of our head. And so we pray that the angels of God are assisting them, bringing them to safe places, bringing them to shelters, bringing them into resources and provisions and to safety. And we've been praying that God would give them strength. God would give them faith. God would give them endurance. Another thing that we've been praying for Ukraine is really over the president, uh, Zelensky. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you what, this is a real leader. It turns out he's bold as a lion. And I think a lot of people, I've had so many conversations, even a family in our church uh, right here who are Ukrainian that we were sharing last night over a meal. I mean, so many people are really shifting their thoughts concerning this leader. I'm thankful for him, and I pray that God will continue to be a shield around him, his family, his children. <clears throat> We've been also, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> we also been praying um, concerning their military uh, for all of these young boys, um, young, not boys, but young men. I mean, these 16-year-old young men and the elder uh, men that are have joined immediately into this conflict and into this struggle. We've been praying for them. And something, you know, something that's been just brewing out of my heart is, of course, a word out of Romans um, 16, verse 20. And that is that the God of peace will soon crush Satan under their feet and that the grace of our Lord Jesus would be with you all. Those are the words of the Apostle Paul. So, again, I want to I highlight something today concerning what we're sharing about, and that is the danger of of deception. And I think we may even name this episode Danger of Deception. I want to give some, just some advice if I can. I want to give um, somewhat of a warning um, to the body of Christ. And I think that at times um, we can all be duped. We can all be fooled. Um, so I want to say that humbly. You know, we can, we can all enter into things that really aren't a reality. And then, um, and then in hindsight, we see 2020. And we're able to look back and go, ah, wow, yeah, I stepped in some bad places. So I want to, I just want to bring, if I can, and I know that this goes out, this, these these episodes go out to thousands of people, and they go out through a, a wide range of people. We have pastors, we have leaders, and, and intercessors, and uh, warriors, and people in the government mountain, Um seasoned people in the government mountain that watch this and so many people engaged in so many battles and I just want to be a voice today I want to be a messenger <clears throat> to try to help one second here I just want to try to help um, because um, there there's a lot of people that are passing along a lot of what they call prophetic intelligence or pro provocative information or conspiracy conspiratorial uh, videos concerning this present war in the Ukraine. And I, I just want to give some advice today that we really need to be very cautious at this time 
and we need to pull the emergency brake if if we could pull the emergency brake right now and stop um, a lot of recklessness and a lot of reckless momentum uh, of sharing stuff uh, folks that is is very dangerous very dangerous i want to say that we need to get low and we need to remain low we need to get humble and we need to continue to pray okay so friends i i just want to say please let your words caution to your words let your words be few concerning this war and i'm going to get very specific to what i'm talking about when it comes to deception i think we need to spend more time interceding over innocent lives that are facing death, that are facing starvation, facing isolation. Yesterday morning, I watched a story concerning one of our generals that was talking about World War One and what one of the strategies that the Russians did, the U former USSR, is they would, they would bomb enormously these cities and then they would surround them and they would just wait them out as people would they would starve out and they would they would go into desperation and then begin to try to flee and then obviously annihilate them folks there are people that are facing imminent death they're facing starvation they're facing isolation they're they're facing unprecedented fear and you know we can we can sit over here in the united states on our lazy boys, on our couches, and wherever we are, and just flippantly go off at the mouth and, and start passing along information, thinking that we've got a corner on the market. I think it's very dangerous. I think we, we need to be very careful. We need to spend more time with the Lord. We need to get low. We need to get low. We need to let our intercessory wells begin to burst by encountering the heart of the Father. This is an hour that we need to be crying out for the mercy of God. This is the hour of salvation. I said last week, and I've probably said before, I believe the Holy Spirit is issuing the greatest altar call we've ever seen along all of planet Earth right now. Everything that has happened, we're in a, a Gethsemane moment. The Garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane is what? Gethsemane means the oil press. Okay, so this is the time of crushing. This is the time of pressing. This is the Gethsemane moment, ladies and gentlemen, where we have got to be interceding over the nations of the earth. And so it's also an hour that we've got to be praying that righteousness and truth prevails over all of these gross deceptions that are coming out in the earth. Now, I want to be very clear about something. This is no time, I believe, this is the torch. I'm able to speak, okay? I'm not speaking for everybody else. I'm speaking for me. This is not a time to be regurgitating, you know, what all of our so-called prophets or celebrity ministers are saying. Some of the wild conspiratory nonsense that is being pushed, I mean, there, there's, there's non, I mean, just utter nonsense that, you know, Putin is now, you know, uh, um, partnering up with, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Trump is now partnering up with Putin. Putin's partnering up, well, obviously he's partnering up with China, but now, now we've got this conspiratory thing that Trump is partnering with Putin, and then that puts him in bed with China as well, and with Putin, 
And um, guys, it's just, it's, to me, it's incredibly embarrassing that, you know, now this trifecta is going into Ukraine and they're releasing the cleansing of the cabal that's going on. I think we need to stop that right now. And yes, we are, everyone is trying to make sense of the spiritual landscape that is before us. Everybody's trying to accurately discern the present conflict. But guys, whatever happened to this, whatever happened to 1 John 4, which says to test the spirits, whatever happened to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, which means test prophecy, we're to test prophecy. And I'll tell you, I think people are so quick to just simply regurgitate their prophetic celebrity ministers. And 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 guys, I, I don't see the Lord in a lot of this fluff that is going on. Personally, I think there's been so much little accountability in the body of Christ. There's been such a low level of accountability and so much abuse is going in, on in the body of Christ, all in the name of the prophetic and there is such an overload of people digesting information, false information. And folks, if we don't recognize that it, Christians are digesting a lot of propaganda right now, then we're getting spiritually dull. We need to back away from this. I'm going to say it again. Get low. Get humble. Get low. Spend more time in prayer asking for the heart of the Father in this current situation, guys. We need to stop circulating um, information that we we haven't even sought the Lord about, we haven't even prayed over. We haven't we haven't sought the Lord for His counsel. We haven't sought the Lord for His truth, for His wisdom on these things. And and I want to stop right here and just say that every one of us out there listening or watching, you are responsible, my friend. You are responsible for the information that you share. You are responsible for the information that you personally communicate, not just those that are behind pulpits, ladies and gentlemen, not those that just have a pulpit in a sanctuary. And obviously that's not what qualifies people being a messenger of the Lord. There's many, you know, and I think you all understand that. I've exhausted that on so many torch episodes and you can go back. I think we have to beware of deception of this hour and we we've got to guard our hearts with all diligence and of course that's proverbs 4 you know the the prophetic movement and i've been communicating this to our church right here at victory a church of his presence here in sarasota and i've been uh, just sounding the alarm and and blowing the trumpet on this the prophetic movement has already experienced a category 5 hurricane we've had epic fallout over what has happened in this election cycle, election madness, people that were out in front and declaring and then denounce their prophecies and then go into hiding. And uh, <laughs> folks, I am deeply concerned that that we're we're at another dangerous crossroads in the prophetic movement. We've got to get low. Don't be reckless with information. Don't be reckless with information. Don't be throwing out all of this stuff without seeking the Lord over it, pouring over it in intercession. We've got to be careful. Beware of deception. The Lord warned us in these last days, beware of deception. So guard your heart, dear friend. Get low, get get <clears throat> get the Lord's heart on it. Amen. Lastly, I want to say too concerning this, we need to pray that this evil that has been unleashed through Putin is stopped and it's rightfully judged. It's righteously judged. It's no secret 
we all understand Putin is a, a megalomaniac. He's insane. He's completely on tilt. He is be, being driven by demons. He's not being used by the hands of God to bring some cleansing for the Ukraine. I mean, I had somebody denouncing me this morning, you know, that God is bringing judgment on the Ukraine. My God, I, I'll tell you what, we need to get our, our spiritual equilibrium back. You want to talk about deception. If you, the, oh, Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus, help me. We are at such a tipping point, and we need to understand, if you want to talk about judgment, all you got to do is put on your spiritual binoculars and your spiritual vision and look no further to the United States. I'll tell you what, uh, what we have done far surpasses the Ukraine, okay? So are we, are we deserving of judgment? Oh, you better believe it. Is the United States worthy of judgment? You better believe it. That's why we've got to be the ones that are carrying the heart of God, that are, that are declaring and praying that the mercy of God would actually supersede the judgment of God, that mercy would triumph judgment in this hour, my friend. Lord, help us. Lord, help us. So, Again, we need to be praying that what Putin is is doing is rightfully judged, that it's stopped, amen, that it is stopped, that there's divine intervention, um, that we see the hand of God move, and we cannot, we've, we cannot stop interceding and praying. Folks, people are praying all over the earth. There are, there are profound things happen. We have reports now of Russian troops that are dropping their weapons um, so and leaving the battlefield, we have reports, true reports of gas lines being um, slit, even in the tanks. So much is happening. And so I think we need to be consistent. I think we've got to continue to pray for God's divine intervention and his will to come forth. And also, I, I have been personally praying that Putin is restrained, that he is bound up, that he's restrained in the name of Jesus, and that, that the Lord keeps him from all potential nuclear insanity and even more death. We, we don't want to see that in the earth. Now, I think that needs to be our prayer in this hour. And obviously, we understand there are, <clears throat> there are far more global leaders that have the same bloodthirsty ambitions right now that they want to advance in their, their own agendas. Of course, uh, looking at China and other nations, and my prayer, again, is that the God of peace will soon crush Satan under our feet and that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ will be upon us all. Jesus said, Matthew 24, he said it three times in that passage. When they asked him concerning the last days, concerning the end of the age and, and the sign of his coming, he said, take heed that no one deceives you. And that's a big deal right now. We've got to be alert and awakened to this, hearing this afresh. Guys, we want to make sure that we pray over our hearts, that we, we are not stepping in mud puddles of deception, but that the Lord is keeping our garments clean. He's keeping his bride clean without spot, without blemish, that we're not entering into realms of deception. I want to close today with this word. Um, out of Psalm 112, that I've been praying over my family, over um, our lives, over our church, 
over our partners. This is found in Psalm 112, and I'm going to begin to read in Psalms 6 through 8. It says this, it says, For the righteous will never be moved. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. And uh, in the New King James Version, it says his heart is established. I love that. His heart is established. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his enemies or on his adversaries. Hallelujah. Let me read it to you one more time. For the righteous will never be moved. Hallelujah. He will not be afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. His heart will not be afraid until he looks in triumph or in victory upon his enemies and upon his adversaries. I want to pray that today, my friend. Here's what I pray. I pray your heart will be steady. I pray your heart will be anchored in Christ alone. And I pray that that his word will be burning in your heart. His presence will be burning in your heart, that you will not be adrift, that you will be solid, that you will be anchored. I pray this over our beloved America and over the nations right now, that the ecclesia, the church that Jesus Christ is building, that he said the gates of hell shall not prevail against. And that's you and I, my friend. I pray that the Lord would strengthen you in this hour that the Lord would invigorate you, that you are getting younger. I just declare that, that, that today you are getting younger in the presence of God. You are waiting on the Lord. You are renewing your strength, that you are mounting up with wings of eagles, that you will run and you will not grow weary. You will walk and you will not faint. That means you're getting younger. You're being refreshed. You're being renewed in the presence of the Lord as you get low, as you get humble, as you stay in the secret place. And I pray, Father, Lord, you told us that if we would be before you in the secret place, that you will reward us openly. And so, Father, I pray that over your sons and daughters today, that, Lord, as they're in the secret place, as they're they're seeking for your heart, Lord. They're asking, they're seeking, they're knocking for your heart, that we would be carriers of your heart, Lord. That we would, Lord, that we would be known to have a pure legacy. We, we would be those that would seek your heart, carriers of your heart. And Father, that you would raise up your anointed as shepherds after your own heart that would feed your flock with knowledge and understanding. I speak that over every pastor, over every leader, over, over every emerging leader right now that God has you in that secret space, that sacred space, that you are becoming an emerging leader that will carry the heart of God, that you would be a man after God's own heart, that you would be a woman like after God's own heart. I speak that over you, that you would have the heart of Jesus. Of course, we know that was announced over the, 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 the very heart of David. But God doesn't just want us to have a heart like David. God wants us to carry and have a heart after Jesus. So I pray that, that we would carry the heart of the Lord, that we would be anchored, that we would be steady, that we would be resolved, that we would be trusting, that we would not be afraid in this hour. And we would look and see by the power of the Lord that we would see the triumph and the victory over every adversary in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Listen, friend, it's been a joy to be with you. Um, give me just one second. 
He's going to take a quick drink, take care of uh, Bishop Drippy Nose here. <laughs> Can't take yourself too serious, my friend. Mm. God is good. It's been a joy to be with you. Thank you for taking the time to jump in and be with us today. Uh, thank you for all of you that are sowing, those of you that are investing in our ministry, uh, those of you that are becoming brand new partners. Listen, we celebrate every gift. If you're supporting us $10 a month, and there are many partners that are doing that right now, $25 a month, $50, $100 more, whatever, we thank you for that, and I mean it. On the behalf of my wife and I, we want to thank you. Um, Victory at Church of His Presence, all of our Light the Fire ministry partners out there, I want to thank you. And um, honestly, I'm just very humbled by the other nations that are jumping in and being part with us. And those of you, I don't know who you are out there in Honduras. I know many other nations have been watching, but uh, you are new friends to us. So we welcome you and we bless you and we bless your nation. Keep the fire burning. I want to declare over all of you today, uh, once again, that the future does not belong to the God-haters. The future does not belong to the God-mockers. The future belongs to the righteous, and the righteous are bold as a lion. Listen, be encouraged, be refreshed, and until I see you next week, or until I see you maybe in a few days, we're, we're going to just see, keep our finger on the pulse of um, what is happening. We may be jumping into the studio even quicker. Until that time, keep the fire burning. And uh, I love you guys. I, I sincerely do. I love you and I bless you. I thank God for you. All right, be encouraged. We'll see you. Keep the fire burning.